Men, 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 menly men, 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 men. <laughs> I was like, is she going to do the ooh? Absolutely. <laughs> that is probably one of the greatest team song shows, team show songs out there, in my humble opinion. I love it. That is fair. <laughs> anyway, my uh, this is making a podcast. My name's Evan, and I'm Kay. Eddie, how are you? I'm a bit weird. Yeah. So <laughs> what's new there? <laughs> well, that's true. No, yeah. So I've had a bit of a mad week. I'll formally tell you off podcast later but yeah um all I'm gonna say is just January has been a month of death for me yeah and I'm not okay with it I was at a funeral yesterday of a friend that I went to college with yeah um and it was really hard and it was really weird because it was just the last place I ever thought it was gonna be and then somebody else I know had a family member pass away and then somebody else I know had a family member pass away that's crazy so and then everyone keeps talking about I'm like well it's all stuff not the people that I know just other people my mom like yes I'm like I don't care Irish people are obsessed with it mm. I'm one of the many that aren't yeah <laughs> I don't care I don't want to know <laughs> like unless it actually affects me which these three have but like unless actually like physically I need to know I don't want to know I don't care about somebody down the road around the corner in the other state doesn't doesn't matter yeah and so yeah I'm just weird so I'm drinking a wine glass full of blue wicked (laughs) it's so blue it's so blue and it's so big this is a full like 700 ml bottle in this glass my glass is so big (laughs) it's my my favorite wine glasses ever um same wine glass i had my beer in last week for anybody that remembers (laughs) it's just gonna it's just gonna be a guess now um i haven't yeah the glass is a guess um i'm i'm not i'm not using alcohol to cope i'm just treating myself (laughs) fair that's completely yeah. fair yeah so just in case anybody gets worried I'm fine I've only had like one drink and I most nice <laughs> but you know what your girl needs it, okay I need it I need it <laughs> um, Evan how are you and this is barely a drink for for like a 20 20- odd year old woman who drinks a lot like my liver is like that's seven up you know yeah when you're younger and stuff and drinking it it's a bit more hit you a bit more but like it's like it's like a blue a blue drink it's like melted ice pot oh it is it's, i actually really like it i don't know and i used to be like drinking blue and now i'm like can i have a blue wicket please it's delicious <laughs> That's fun. I like that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I am fine. I've had such a rough day, so hopefully this will lift my spirits. Yeah. Yeah, it just straight up sucked. I mean, you've obviously yeah. it took more for you, but it definitely sucked. No, me. it was. It was just about, yeah. It's just people are getting on my nerves. <laughs> oh, me too. I nearly reefed it off me my earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I turned into a 14-year-old self. I stumped up to my room and slammed me door and all. Uh, but that does happen. I haven't done that in about 10 years. I was like, what's going on? I was fuming um, for no reason. So I feel it. People are just, and oh, somebody annoyed me today and they, oh, it was a man walking down the escalator mm-hmm. and he was behind my mom and we were about two steps to get off the escalator and he like pushed past us. 
So then I walked really fast in front of him to show him that I can still get to my car faster than he can, so there's no point in being impatient. <laughs> um, to be human. My mom was like, will you relax? I was like, I'm hungry. Yeah, no, uh, today's been rough. This is going to lift my spirits, I know it will. And that's how I am in life right now. So yeah. Good, I'm glad. And my, for anyone last week who was listening, I did book flights to Paris in February. My fear has now turned to excitement. So I'm loving Yay! This is a good thing. Woohoo! I'm happy for you. Absolutely. So uh, before we get into pop news, last week we discussed Lemonade by Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And uh, the question that has been plaguing everyone for years is, who is Becky with the good hair? Well, according to Rita Ora, it's not her. Because... <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, because she says it's not. Because she says it's not because she was pictured wearing a bra with lemons on it. That was part of her underwear line that she somehow seemingly has. And she claims to have been wearing a necklace that was an R and not a J. Hmm. However, we seem to dispute that because you can't find lowercase jewellery, apparently. Yeah, well, I I never have. No. So we put up a poll on uh, Instagram. Katie, do you think it's an R or a J? I can't remember now. I can show you the picture. I, I saw Jay, didn't I? Yeah, I'll show you the picture there. There's a necklace. Yeah. You sent it to me as well, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can, what did I say back to you? Oh, yeah, Jay. No, yeah, 100% Jay. Yeah, I said it's Jay, and 100% of everyone else agrees it's a Jay. Yeah, I think, like, there's no way that... Even if you were to write that the right way around, it doesn't look like an or anyway, because you never put a line at the bottom of an or, but you also never like you just don't write ors like that. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's a J. It's definitely a J. I think it's a J as well. So it's everyone else. So Rita even got out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're going to move on um, from the J and go into pop news. Are you distracted? Yeah, sorry, I got um, It's fine. Don't worry, I'll tell you after this. Okay, <laughs> so uh, we've got so a bit of a light one on pop news this week. So just two, two major things. So today, the biggest night in film will soon be upon us and the nominations are in. Here mm-hmm. are the Academy Award nominees. Now, only, I'm only going to read out some of them. The rest of them you can go answer it yourself so we'll start with best picture which is the big one uh so the the nominations are all quiet on the western front avatar the way of water the banshees of inishirin mm-hmm. elvis everything everywhere all at once the fablemans tar top gun maverick triangle of sadness and women talking best actress uh kate blanchett for tar anna de armas for blonde andrea riseborough for for two Leslie, Michelle Williams to, to for the Fablemans and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Best Actor, uh, Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell, Banshees of Inishirin, Brendan Fraser, The Whale, Paul Meskel, After Sun, Bill Nye for Living, Best Supporting Actress, Angela Bassett, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Hong Chow for The Whale, Kerry Condon, The Banshees of Inishirin, 
Jamie Lee Curtis, Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Stephanie Yu, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Best Supporting Actor, Brendan Gleeson, The Banshees of Inishirin. Brian Terry Henry Causeway. Jude Judd Hirsch, The Fablemans. Barry Keoghan, The Banshees of Inishirin. And Kei Hu Kwan, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Once, sorry. Best Director, Martin McDonough, The Banshees of Inishirin. Uh, Daniel Kwan and Daniel... Uh, Daniel Shirt, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Steven Spielberg, The Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, Ruben Ostald, Ostland for Triangle of Sadness, Best Original Screenplay, The Banshees of Inishirin, Martin McDonough, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, uh, Tar, Triangle of Sadness, Best Adapted Screenplay, All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion and Ives Out Mystery, Living, Top Gun Maverick and Women Talking. And then I'll just finish it with Best Original Song, so, uh, applause from Tell It Like a Woman, Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick, Natu Natu from RRR, Lift Me Up from Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and This Is a Life, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Hmm. So, congrats, everyone. Very good. Did you watch the Oscar movies or are you watching them? I, okay, so I have, I've made my list today since this came out. So, I have a, yeah. I'll have to get you. I did see Banshees of Inishirin. Yeah. Bit of a letdown. <laughs> really? I liked it, but I, I like the simple reason because I knew it was made. This film was written, directed to for the Oscars. Yeah, it was like they they knew yeah. that it's an Oscar film. Like it's like that's what they wanted to get out of this. I think. Yeah, so I have my checklist here for a bunch of the films, so I'll be busy. And yes, you want to keep up to date? With me, you can follow me on Instagram and keep up to date with all my things I'm doing. Yeah, because you do that every year. You watch all the movies and stuff, don't you? And I stay up till five in the morning watching the show. Yes, you do indeed. And I want to watch it this year. When is it airing, do you know? Uh, March 12th. Okay, Fab. Okay, so next up. Uh, so it's our final. It's our next one on our final uh, headline for Pop News. So Meghan Markle, Billy Mix, Julianne Jamil and Emily Ratajkowski are just some of the women that UK bigot Pierce Morgan hates. <laughs> However, I guess we can add Madonna to this list. The singer is preparing to embark on her world tour celebrating 40 years of hits. However, Mr. Morgan will not be buying a ticket. Pierce Morgan was joined by Jeremy Kyle on his talk show, Pierce Morgan Uncensored, after the tour announcement calling the singer an embarrassment and grotesque, and he continued saying, she's too old and should be, shouldn't be doing this shtick. He took it to a new level after uh, dedicating a whole episode to the pop icon called Madonna, Icon or Enough? He was joined by Louis Walsh and Lisa Aylburn. Uh, he started off by saying, it's all over for Madonna, it's embarrassing. Louis Walsh, however, seemed to disagree, saying she's an icon, her tour is going to sell out, and she's one of our biggest pop stars ever. Madonna fans have slammed the British TV host online, calling his comments misogynistic. Yeah, but he is a misogynist. He is, 100%. So, they're not lying. Um, but... Leave Madonna alone. Let her do what she wants to do. If it's not for you, don't look at it. Yeah. Like, I, I have no problem with Madonna doing what she wants to do. Yeah, she's a bit mad, like, but so are they all. <laughs> That's true. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Madonna is along the lines of Britney in my eyes, as in, like, the other way she puts a bit of, like, outrageous stuff on her Instagram and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. There's a reason we're sitting here talking about it. Pierce Morgan's just an arsehole, isn't he? <laughs> Why, does, why does he have a show? Because <sighs> people... There's a lot of bigots out there, Evan. There's a lot of... 
there's a lot of people that under like like think the way he thinks. And do we like them? No. <laughs> I feel like sometimes he has valid points, but like so does everybody. Not uh, yeah. doesn't mean you can like people to not doesn't mean you have to like someone just because they have a valid point. Can we blare Madonna after this? Yeah, absolutely. I love Madonna and I always will. And in my eyes, she can never do any wrong. Well, she can do wrong, but like I'll overlook it. It's <laughs> <laughs> an accurate description of Madonna. I think. Like she can do wrong, but I, I just won't hold her accountable. <laughs> like, but I would if it was really bad, but she just like posts her vagina on Instagram sometimes. It's okay. Like, what? Go on. <laughs> you know, here, look, if I look like her when I'm 60, I'd be posting myself everywhere. <laughs> She's like over 60 now, isn't she? 64. Yeah. Leave her to it. Leave her to it. That's all you're just jealous that he looks like a little crusty piece of bread. <laughs> she, I didn't know. I didn't know where I was going with that. I just had to finish the sentence. I didn't want to be too harsh. Like, I'm so. <laughs> that's not. Yeah, that's not that harsh, but it's just very. It's, yeah. Crusty piece of bread. There we go. That's that's fairly accurate. Yeah. There we go. Anyway, we're going to blare Madonna after this. But before we blare Madonna, uh, Katie, what are we doing this week? This week, we're catching up with two brothers who couldn't be further from each other. One's a downtrodden chiropractor and the other is a well-to-do jingle writer and their little sidekick, 10-year-old Jake, who suddenly have to li- live together. But it all turns out okay in the end. That's right, everyone. This week, we're talking about two and a half men. So, Evan, what is your history with two and a half men? So, my history with two and a half men. Uh, interesting. Uh, so, it was always on TV. I think Comedy Central had it before they acquired Friends. That was the show they played all the time. Mm-hmm. So, they used yeah, to play it all the time. And I used to, like, watch it here, here and there. And then, like, I started watching it, like, regularly with my dad every Monday night on Comedy Central at nine. Like, yeah. come out from school do the homework put and then stick on two and a half men nine o'clock every monday night mm-hmm. and it was always like the day after the us was just like a new concept at that yeah. time so because we like streaming wasn't that much of a thing yet or it was just starting to become a thing no it wasn't really though yeah so then i think i can't remember at some point i watched it chronologically <laughs> before oh. i think one of the newer seasons starts so <laughs> We did a Katie on it. <laughs> well, yeah, she yeah. chronologically didn't have to, but you know, uh, yeah. So I I've seen it a few times. I think my most recent rewatch is about a year or two ago, so fairly recent. Um, and I've seen all all the episodes, all twelve seasons. So yeah, very good. What's your history with so, My history is quite an interesting one as well. I remember. Do you remember that era back in the day where you'd get a like or like your parents would get the newspaper on a Sunday and there'd be like a DVD or like a CD with it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I got um my mom got a paper and I had two and a half men season one episode one and I think it was Joey season one episode one. Oh my god. Yeah and I used to watch it all the time. Like I watched Season one, episode one. I could have had like two or three episodes on it, but I just remember it definitely had season one, episode one on it. And I think I've wa- I think I watched a hundred times because I didn't have a lot to watch, so I just watched. Yeah, well, that's- you know, so I just and I genuinely think I watched it like 
a hundred times. Like, even when I was re-watching the first episode for this, I was like, I could nearly, there's a part, uh, I'll tell you later. Mm. But it's just crazy, like, how ingrained in my brain it is. But funny enough, this actually isn't a show that I've watched chronologically. Mm. Yeah, but because I, I kind of forgot it existed for a while. Um, but maybe I will one day. But that is my history with two and a half men. Okay, so I'm going to take you back to the season one, episode one on your DVD in the newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to recap the pilot episode of Two and a Half Men. Katie, are you ready? I am ready. So Two and a Half Men, Charlie is getting ready for a date. Uh, he gets a voicemail from a very angry woman. So Charlie's date hears this and questions him about this. Charlie has another voicemail from his brother, Alan. Alan's wife has thrown him out. Charlie picks up the phone and gets distracted by his date. Charlie tells Alan he can stay and he will see him when he gets there. Charlie and his date are sent to the bed when Alan opens the door. Alan and Charlie are in the sitting room. Alan is venting to Charlie about how his now failed marriage. Alan brings up Jake and Charlie forgets who Jake is completely. Charlie de- Charlie's date leaves and Alan promises this is a short term thing. And then Alan tries to catch up with Charlie. Charlie tells him how rich he is and how he sleeps with the most beautiful women. Alan goes to bed. Charlie turns off the lights. And Rose, the lady who left the voicemail, is watching from the patio. Charlie wakes up to find Jake standing over him. And Jake asks if uh, they can go swimming in the ocean. Jake keeps asking Charlie questions and Charlie gives him $20. Judith and Alan are in the same room, are in the sitting room, trying to list out the pros and cons of their marriage. And Judith tells Alan she would cry in her car at the thought of coming home to him. Jake and Charlie sit out on the patio as Judith and Alan argue. Alan tells Charlie Jake is staying for the weekend. Alan has to call his office, uh, leaving Charlie in charge of Jake. So Charlie and Jake head to the supermarket. Jake wants uh, Maple Loops. They sing the jingle. And Charlie actually wrote the jingle for Maple Loops. So a lady flirts with Charlie in the aisle. Alan is on the phone and Rose hops onto the patio. Alan lets Rose in and as she says, she is the housekeeper. Charlie and Jake arrive home with the groceries. Alan tells Charlie Rose was in the house and uh, Charlie tells him that Rose is a whack job and she has in fact uh, glued all the kitchen cabinets. So as Charlie and Alan try to uh, unglue the kitchen cabinets, Evelyn, their mother, arrives as Alan tries to pry open the cupboard and he falls to the ground. She tells Alan she heard about the divorce. Jake brings Evelyn iced tea, but she, she asks for a lemon wedge, so he has to go back. Evelyn suggests Alan and Jake live at her house. Alan tells her that it will all work out with Judith. So then Judith and Alan go out, go out to dinner. But back at the house, Jake is sitting in one of Charlie's poker games. Alan go, tries to work out the marriage with Judith. Judith tells Alan, however, she thinks she might be gay. Alan arrives home to the poker game and demands to speak to Charlie and sends Jake to bed. Charlie tells Alan to lighten up and the brothers argue. Uh, Charlie is playing the piano and Jake walks in. Jake wants to stay at Charlie's and he hugs his Uncle Charlie. Charlie and his date are in the bedroom, but Charlie's mind is elsewhere. He asks her about kids and she gets up and leaves. And then Rose leaves another voicemail for Charlie. He ends up picking the phone up this time and asks her if there's something wrong with asking a woman if she wants kids. Rose uh, hangs up. So then Charlie heads to Evelyn's house and to talk to Alan. So Charlie wants Jake and Alan to come back to the house. Evelyn walks in and bosses the boys around and suffocates Jake in the process with a hug. So Charlie hands Alan the key to his house. Alan, Jake and Charlie are in the supermarket. Uh, 
Je- Charlie and Alan get confused for life partners and Alan goes to sit out in the car. And that is the very end of the first episode of Two and a Half Men. Yes, it is. So let's discuss. What do you have to say, Evan? Oh my God. I mean, I mean, I, I think the show is hilarious. I love yeah. it. But obviously I can, now that I'm older, mm-hmm. I can recognize that a lot of the a lot of the misogyny uh, in this particular show yeah but I feel like from back in in the day there's a lot of misogyny in all the shows Mm -hmm. like all the sitcoms have jokes that are very distasteful and very like you couldn't say no yeah and we're all very misogynistic and kind of male-centered and you know stuff like that all of them are like that but um I don't think that takes away from the show yeah because you know that it was made when it was made so it's not like it's something coming out in 20 now like 2023 Mm -hmm. if that was if this show was coming out now I'd be like get this off the air (laughs) yeah it was the time and the place and nobody was kicking back about stuff like that you know what I mean yeah so, uh, but I do agree, like, there is definitely a lot of misogyny and a lot of, like, jokes that wouldn't fly now. Um, Why well, you, you look like you're about to say something. I know. Well, no, I was just listening to you. <laughs> oh, okay. That's all I was really saying. Um, But I remember a lot of the earlier episodes, but I don't, I didn't watch any of the later seasons. Yeah. I kind of feel like once it kind of went off Comedy Central and they weren't really playing it that much. Yeah. I kind of just, I kind of forgot about that it was a show that existed until somebody brings it up and I'm like, oh my God, I remember that show. Yeah. Um, But it was great. Like in the episodes that I did watch, I thoroughly enjoyed them. Yeah, when it was in its prime, it was great. And then yeah. towards the end, obviously after, I mean, Charlie got fired, he was replaced by Ashton Kutcher, things. Yeah. It was a completely different show. I still enjoyed it, but it was really like so different. Um, vibe. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Ashton did bring something different to the show, which I guess is fresh. Yeah. The, um, there was just a lot of like, like the finale of the show is probably the worst finale in the world. I would not yeah. recommend it. Um, it's very like they just break the fourth wall for no reason, and they're like, "We're done now." Yeah, really weird. Like, cause I I know what happens at the end, and um. It's kind of just really random. Yeah, and that's what the show ended up being, <laughs> really random. And it's like Jake left, Charlie left, mm-hmm. and it's just um, Alan and Walden left. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's really weird. But um, I feel like in the first, like, in the fourth season, definitely, Jake was the cutest child actor ever. Yeah. He was so cute. And then when he grew up, like, I used to have a crush on on him. (laughs) Um, Remember, wasn't he in the army? Yeah. In an episode or the Navy or something. What did he get into? He went into the army, yeah. It was the army, yeah. And he was in that. And I was like, oh, I I haven't watched his ears. Who are you? Also, I knew who he was because he looks the same. But I was like, "What? What happened to you?" Um, but yeah, he kind of—I don't—he doesn't do any acting now. 
No, uh, we'll get into that in a, in a second. Yeah. Why so um, he was once the highest paid child actor, making more oh. than Miley Cyrus. He was worth 20 million at one point. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Because when you think of like um, the twins, the spouses. Oh, I thought you were talking about Mary Kate and Ashley. <laughs> well, them too. Yeah. You think either of them would be bigger than him? Mm. Like, or well, more paid. Yeah. Yeah, strange. I mean, yeah, there's so many things. I mean, when I look back, yeah, I, I, well, I, so when I was watching the show, I absolutely hated Judith. Like, just Tasha. Yeah, Tasha, I get her now, though. Tasha, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I get her now completely. I'm like, I don't want to be I wouldn't yeah. be with him either. <laughs> no, I'm not even I would like get your shit together. Shut the fuck up. Mm. But she was but the character was made out to be the bitchy ex-wife. Yeah. So that's all that was. Mm. You know, it was made to be like, oh, like she's not supporting me and she's saying her marriage is stale and all this stuff. And then they took the friends thing where they think she's gay and all this. Yeah. Um you don't have to be gay, your husband can just be fuck with me she wasn't that went nowhere yeah it was like oh i think i'm a lesbian and then she gets married and has another kid <laughs> like obviously she could be bi that's yeah. fine we'll say that back then you it wasn't a you know wasn't a conversation yeah but it was a thing it wasn't i'm not saying it wasn't a thing it wasn't just a conversation on tv on tv like specifically yeah. with this show there is like an episode where alan has he has a like one of the dads at Jake's school is his friend and he's a gay man. And mm. then one of Charlie's ex-girlfriends transitions and it's like, it's all played up for laughs and like okay. they all make fun of Alan for hanging out with a guy who just happens to be gay. It's all just really, you know, but obviously it's back then and it would not fly now. No, but I feel like shit like that should have never flown. Yeah. Do you know? Oh, I suppose. Can't really change it, can we? <laughs> You know, then again, misogynistic stuff should have never flown, but uh, that's all deep, deep, deep rooted in people's brains. So, yeah, well, she's not in this episode, but I want to talk about I tell she was heart and soul of the show, Berta. I know. Oh, yeah. she rest in peace. I know. I remember when she passed because I obviously knew you were a really big fan of the show. Yeah. And I like it myself, but when I remember when she passed and you put it on social media and you were very sad. Mm. Berta was amazing though I really liked that character I thought she was great she gave me like trucker vibes yeah (laughs) like trucker woman vibes and I just loved her Mm. she's brilliant and her little one-liners and just the little kind of like common sensey things or do you remember when she was around the table with Charlie and she was like talking some sense into him and stuff yeah Great character, really. And she was she was only meant to be in one episode. And oh, really? Got her on, so and they got her on because she was great. So yeah, and she was in it for like most. Was she in it till the end? So she comes in in episode two. She's in it to the very end. Yeah. Fab. Good. I'm delighted for her. She was great. No, God, sir. Yeah, I mean, I think it is. I think it was a very different sitcom for its time because. Yeah. You had like so it was the two main leads were already established movie actors. I didn't know Alan was. He's John Cryer, he's ducky and pretty in pink. Yeah, no, John. Do you know what pretty in pink is? No. Holly Ringwald. Nope. 
Oh my God, educate. I love when people do that to me. <laughs> and they're like, you don't know this thing. I'm like, no. And they just start naming random people and random stuff about it. And I'm like, I'm saying no. Like, <laughs> 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 does all the time. I'm like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes it does help when people do that. And you're like, oh, yeah, but no, having a glue. <laughs> As I was trying to say, it was a very different kind of sitcom because the two leads were two established film actors at the time going on to the sitcom world. It yeah. wasn't like where they were, it's like friends where they're all kind of, you know, mm-hmm. they've done, you know, different little bits, but then, you know, their big break is this one show. Yeah. And I think this also introduced them to a new generation. Mm. In what sense? As in the actors? Yeah, because I wouldn't yeah. have known who John Cryer was. I only saw I saw Two and a Half Men before I saw Pretty in Pink. Yeah, well, I didn't even know it existed. So <laughs> there's that. Like, I knew vaguely who Charlie Sheen was, but like then again, we wouldn't have known who he was. Yeah, back then, obviously now we've learned about him and he's been in the media and stuff, and mm. we would have eventually known about him. I'd say even if the show never was a thing, but. We wouldn't know him like we do now. Yeah. In that sense. So. But then it did open a lot of doors for new people too. Yeah, like Melanie Linsky's gone on to be an insane, like who plays Rose, it was, which I only found out she's from New Zealand last year. Yeah, I saw an interview with her and I was like, oh. I was like, that is so foreign to me. Yeah. She's yellow Jacket. She's an amazing actress. She's done so much work. They, uh, I can't remember the actress's name. She plays Judith. She's in Marvel as Mrs. Maisel. Oh. he's really good in that and then um, I always forget this woman's name the woman who plays Evelyn I don't know she's with Sarah Paulson anyway I know her name oh I can't think of her name oh never mind she's <laughs> like, like she's very <laughs> that was aggressive sorry <laughs> it was a little bit aggressive <laughs> Google it <laughs> Yeah, she's a she's a very established fit. They're all kind of. I think the women ended up doing better. Good, they deserve it. Two and a half men. What's her name? Holland Taylor. That's her name. Holland Taylor. She's the mom. Yeah. 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 She's in. Oh, she's in Legally Blonde. Oh. Oh, yeah. She's the, you know, the tutor, like the one, the college professor, not the man. Oh. And remember, she's in the salon. She tells Elle to stand up for herself. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. She's great. I love her. So is there anything from Two and a Half Men that you remember specifically? Um, I remember the episode where their mom uh, gets the new boyfriend. Oh, yeah. You remember that one? Yeah. And he's like really like, I feel like he's rich, isn't he? Yeah. And uh, the boys are like kind of like a bit, they don't know, not that they don't know how to act, but they're a bit like, oh, we don't know what we think of this and stuff like that. I remember that. And um. Mm. I remember generic things like just the way that like you know they used to like he used to be on the beach deck and sunbathed and stuff like that and when he got locked out of the apartment with Rose she locked him out oh yeah 
Um, or the way she used to like climb onto the deck and just look in the window and stuff. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's not too much I remember to be honest. Like as in as the show as a whole. Yeah, I just yeah. do remember that I had great one-liners in it. Yeah, no, it did have great one-liners. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, a lot of Charity's humour was really, really funny. I'm trying to think. Yeah, so there's an actress in that's in the pilot, and she's played a bunch of different roles on the show. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'm looking her up here. Jennifer Taylor. So she's played Charlie's girlfriend a few times. So she's in the she's the lady in the supermarket in this episode. Right. And then if like about a year later, she played a character called Tina. And then like three years later, she played another character. And then from 2009 to 2010, she played Chelsea, who I remember like was Charlie's like long-term girlfriend. She was with the most. Oh. Did they just have her on? But there she was just all different characters the whole time. Yeah. She was four different people. What? And was she played Chelsea? Because I remember Chelsea was like Charlie's long-term girlfriend that they just didn't get along with. And do you remember when Alan was married to Candy? Yeah. It was odd. Was it was she was a stripper, was she? Yeah, she was a stripper who wants to be an actress. Yeah. And that marriage ended as well. <laughs> mm, it did. Well, to be fair. Poor, poor Alan, you can't stay married to him. Well, that's his fault, obviously, then, isn't it? <laughs> Leave the women alone. They obviously just don't want to be with you. <laughs> He's obviously not good in bed. Oh my god. It's true. Because, <laughs> like, he's also a fucking chiropractor. Like, how does it help? Okay, how does it work? Because, like, you know, he's just, he's, all, he's probably always in the office. He's and exhausted. then when he comes home, he's like, oh, I'm so tired. And he's like, he's, you know, yeah, he's just, I just don't think he's a good husband. I, I'm with women. <laughs> You're with Judith on this one. Yeah, I'm with Judith. <laughs> Call me Judith. <laughs> Call me Judith. <laughs> yeah, let me know. Oh, my God. Yeah, and there was like, oh, two and a half men did this, and I usually hate when shows do this. They're like, oh, how do I say this? They're like, start a storyline and then they won't go anywhere with it. Do you know what I mean? In what sense? So, like, there's... So, in... Oh, how do I say like, this? they'll say, like, oh, we're getting married and then the next episode they'll just be married because they don't show the wedding, like... No, not like that. So, they're in... I was only watching, I was watching a few clips from the show in preparation. So, in a later episode with Walden, Judith... So Judith's married to Herb at this point. She yeah. kissed and then Jake gets a picture of it because I think he was trying to get his parents to do something. Mm. And then um, he gets a picture of it. And then you're like, right, okay, so Jake's going to blackmail her with this. But then it never goes anywhere. Oh. So things like that, it would do that a lot. Right, okay. And then characters would just disappear. Yeah, like one day they just be there and the next day just won't come back. Yeah. I think just as time went on, um, and then I think Charity obviously wasn't really that into it anymore. I think things just started to change. I'd say a lot of people kind of got a bit of a bad taste in their mouth as well. And they're like, we better leave this before it goes sour. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you no, have anything right. else to say? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, do you? No, but if I do, I'll work it in. Well, we'll work it in here. So let's talk about the scandals and controversies of Two and a Half Men. Mm. So for a fun sitcom, it's had quite a few scandals. Yeah. Well, two, main, two huge ones, really, mm-hmm. that I'm going to talk about now. So first one. After a very public breakdown, in which caused a media firestorm, Charlie Sheen made some damning public statements against the show creator Chuck Lorre and said the show creator should be fired. The actors, uh, the actor filed a $100 million lawsuit against Laurie, which was settled in September of 2011. Charlie Sheen, of course, got fired from the show and was later replaced by Ashton Kutcher. Following his departure, Char- Charlie slammed Kutcher and the show online many times, to which Kutcher responded, shut the fuck up on Jimmy Kimmel. Years later, Charlie has take- regard- uh, retracted his remarks against Laurie and Kutcher for the show, even uh, shaking hands with Ashton Kutcher at a Dodgers game. Okay. Okay. So that remember the Charlie firing. Do you remember that? Not really. No. I think I remember it more because I think I was bet into the show at that point. Yeah, you were a fan. Yeah. And I was just. I think. Well, obviously, I realize now that he was going through something, mm. and it was very. You know, we were. I don't think we were talking about mental health back then, but like, to the extent we are now, anyway. But um. Yeah. I was just remember thinking, like, I was so angry, like, I was about 15, and I was like, he's so selfish, why is he doing this, he's going to ruin the show. Yeah, I know. And then Ashton came on, I was like, Ashton's going to be the saving grace of the show. (laughs) Kind of happened, I guess. Yeah, um, did he, though? Did he save it? I wouldn't say he saved it. No. (laughs) No, he didn't. He did not, unfortunately. Um, But, yeah, uh, I think I I think I just remember being really angry at Charlie Sheen at that time. Shouldn't have been, but I was fifteen. Yeah. Well, no, like you had your right. Yeah. As a fan, to be annoyed. So you you don't remember like any of the reaction to this because I thought it was bigger than what it was. No. No. I know nothing. You know nothing. <laughs> nothing. Tell me. Well, Enlighten me. Enlighten you. Well, anyway, I'll get on to the next one then. Uh, so you said Jake left and you yeah. left. So Angus C. Jones uh, at one point was the highest paid child star on TV, making more than Hannah Montana herself, Miley Cyrus at one point. Fans started noticing Jake uh, started appearing less and less until he eventually left the show. In 2012, he discovered God saying, I started getting really into the Bible and I started to look to a church to start going to. In an interview with the Forerunner Chronicles, in which he begged fans to stop watching Two and a Half Men, saying, stop filling your heads with filth, and continued saying, you cannot be a true God-fearing person and be in a television show like that. He soon realised the error of his ways and acknowledged how blessed he was for the show before leaving. He then spoke to people saying, it was making light of topics in our world that are a real problem for a lot of people. And And he continued saying, I was a paid hypocrite, because I wasn't okay with it, but I was still doing it. He would make an appearance in the show's finale before quitting acting for good. Wow. But, like, it wasn't really his decision to be in the show. It was his parents' decision. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, I know kids can be like, yeah, I want to do this, but, like, like, child actors can't get anywhere without their parents. Yeah. 
they can't they have they physically have to be driven there mm. first of all so that that in itself is the parents having an involvement more yeah. than the child do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so but i don't know like it's so fun this one it is because i get it like he obviously doesn't under like agree with the show and stuff like that but and that's fine and you don't have to act and you don't have to be in if if you don't want but like you're not a hypocrite i wouldn't say he's a hypocrite either no he was just an actor that was just his job I mean, yeah, a lot of actors kind of quit things because of their ethical beliefs. Um, mm. Lacey Chabert quit Family Guy because of her ethical beliefs. Yeah. <laughs> Bet she regrets that now. Um... <laughs> I know, I know. But yeah, like I'd say he just kind of, like that wasn't his path that he chose, kind of. You that know? is true. He's so young in the first one. Yeah, well, he was like 10, but he yeah. is, is really young, but still. It's not like older child stars who are like forced into a birth. Yeah, that's that's fair. Do, do you know? Um, but look like hopefully it's set him up for life and and he's okay now. Okay. Um it's a, he was popped recently, uh, and he looks so different now. He's got a big old shaggy beard and yeah. That, which that's a choice. Was I saw a video of him and he was like trying to get into his car and someone was asking a question. He was just kind of like, no. Someone, uh, was, like, him now. someone was like, do you talk to Charlie? And he was like, no. And then they're like, okay, no, sorry, what are you? Anymore. Why would he talk to Charlie? Yeah, and he was just like, um, he was like, oh, sorry for bothering you. And he was just like, okay. And he just got into his car. Well, that's mad. Like to go yeah. from 20 million being the biggest child actor in the world to to nothing that like you know what i mean yeah. which okay it was obviously you said wasn't his path wasn't what he chose anyway yeah but um it's just mad to see how that can all change yeah it is it's a bit, a bit wild uh yeah so despite the scandals criticism controversies misogyny all the things of two and a half men that people dislike it's actually very successful would you believe it or not oh really? uh, the series has a 65% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which means... It's higher than rent. That is true. The pilot episode alone pulled in 15 million viewers and the show ran for 12 seasons. Yeah. Uh, the they got a, the downstage at Warner Brothers Studios got a plaque. It did the Two and a Half Men plaque, which is only awarded to shows that go over 10 seasons. Yeah. So the likes of Friends and The Big Bang Theory and Eeyore have this. And... The, the show was nominated for 46 Emmys, two Golden Globes, and won a People's Choice Award for Favourite TV Comedy. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I think it was, I mean, those early years, great writing, great storytelling. I do too, I agree. And um, I do think it was executed well. Obviously, some of the jokes live, like, aged poorly, but, like, I do think it has lived on well. And I do think it is something that I will, in the future, Probably watch chronologically. Yeah. Because why not? Because <laughs> you do that. Because I do that. That's my thing. Okay, Katie, I'm going to let you take it away this time. Is it time for a pop quiz? That is right. Okay, everybody, school is in session for Evan, and I am running the pop quiz today. 
So we're just going to get straight into it. What year did Two and a Half Men premiere on CBS? 2004. Is that your final answer? Yeah. No, it was 2003. Oh. <laughs> Pilot was 2003. Oh, I thought it was 2004. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you were close, though. Yeah. Right. How many seasons did Two and a Half Men have? 12. Yes, that's correct. What is the running time of each episode without ads? I can give you multiple choice. Yeah, please give me multiple choice on this one. Okay, is it 18, 21, 24, or 25 minutes? 21. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> That's without ads. And then they, they would have, on TV, they would have had about nine minutes of ads altogether as well. Yeah. So it was half an hour altogether. Um, where do Charlie, oh my God, where do <laughs> Alan, that's where it was going with it. Alan, Charlie, and Jake live? Is it Malibu? Yes, it is Malibu. Um, how many episodes was Judith in? I have multiple choice for this too. Okay, I'm going to need multiple choice for this. Okay, so is that a 90? 64, 83, or 55? I'll go 64. Is that your final answer? Yeah. No, it was 83. <laughs> okay. She's yeah. more, more of it than I thought. Yeah, no, me too. Um, I don't have multiple times for this, but I can make one up if we need it. Okay. Where was Charlie expelled from? What school was Charlie expelled from? How did he get into Jingle Rain? Not that that what, whole question. What? The name of the school. Yeah, it's it's a very well-known school. It's like an arts school. I'll give you a hint because it's hard. Oh, is it Juilliard? Yeah. Oh, because I remember him talking. Yeah. Um, it wasn't going to be like Yale or something like. Because I was thinking, I was like, okay. No, yeah, that's why I said arts school. Um. What is the name of the actress who plays Charlie and Alan's mom? Alan Taylor. It is Alan Taylor. <laughs> you said that earlier and I was like, oh. That's <laughs> <laughs> I would have like, came to that on my own anyway, but still. Yeah. yeah. Um, what type of shirt does Charlie wear in every episode? A bowling shirt. It is a bowling shirt. I've seen one of those bowling shirts at Planet Hollywood. <laughs> oh. In like a glass thing, and I was like, "Did Charlie wear this?" He did. That's correct. Um, which famous actress made a guest appearance on Two and a Half Men as Charlie's ghost? Oh my god, I'm going to be kicking myself in a second. Is this multiple choice? Uh, I can give you multiple choice. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um. So, which actress? Was it? I have multiple choice here. Sorry, just give me one second. Where's my things gone? Oh, no, I just realized who it was. Who's it? Kathy Bates. Yeah, it is Kathy Bates. I just remember it now because in the shirt with the cigar. Yeah, 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 it is it. And then last question Who does Alan marry in the final season of Two and a Half Men? Walden. He does. A lot of people hate it, by the way. <laughs> yeah. 
I think he's um, yeah, yeah. Well done. He only got what two wrong. Yeah. Very Tonight. good. Very very good. Yeah, so though <laughs> I, I I feel very on the spot. I hate I know I know you hate doing that now. <laughs> what? I feel very on the spot. I know you hate doing this now. <laughs> oh really? I yeah. love being quizzed. There you go. <laughs> cell phone. I love it's cell phone. Uh, that was not an easy quiz as well. I'm surprised I got it. It's a bit easy. <laughs> All right, okay. Well, the episode was one wasn't very easy. Yeah, okay. Uh, so next up, we're going to put two and a half men on our pop scale. We rank it out of five based on how much we like it and its place in pop culture. Katie, what do you give two and a half men? I'm going to give two and a half men a three. Mm-hmm. Because I do like it and I do think it's really good, but I haven't seen it in years. Kind of forgot I existed until somebody mentions it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, that was a show. Um, and yeah, um. I do think it was very good though, and I did really enjoy it, but I'm still gonna give it a three. What do you give it? I'm going to give it a three and a half. Okay. Just, uh, I'm gonna get a little bit higher just because I have seen all 12 seasons and I did love it. I was I am a fan of it. I can recognize that a lot of it hasn't aged well yes. I, in my old age. Um <laughs> but oh. I still think in its prime, it was great. And then even when Ashton came in, it was still good, but it was a completely different show. And yeah, uh, I still really enjoy it. Uh, it's not one I'd go to rewatch a lot, but if I, if, you know, if it's on TV or something, I'll, I'll have it on. So, yeah, I agree. It's definitely, well, I probably will go out my way to watch it soon because I, I do want to yeah. watch it chronologically because I did forget it existed. But I get what you mean. Like after I watch it again, I it, like that. It's not one that I'm just going to be like, oh, let me watch an episode two and a half half men whereas i'll always go back to the likes of friends big bacteria modern family so it's not like an absolute staple in my pop culture diet but it is something i will consume every now and then yeah that's absolutely fair so uh next we're going to talk about what's popping meaning what we're enjoying in terms of pop culture katie what is popping with you what is popping with me genuinely can't remember fully because I've just been so on like autopilot um I went to see a man called Otto oh wonderful last Friday it's very sad sobbed sobbed uh it was so bad the house lights came on immediately <laughs> and Kevin looked at me and he was like y'all right because like I'd been wiping my face during the film yeah. And I wasn't crying at that point. And he goes, You're all right. And I just burst into tears. Yeah. I sobbed for a full five minutes, I think. I was just sitting there. People were all leaving and all. And I was just <laughs> sitting there watching the credits crying. Like I sobbed, but it was really good and I really liked it. Like I was kind of watched, I was watching it and I was kind of like, I think this might be one of my favorite films. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It's, I'm definitely going to watch it again. So that's popping with me. Um, Bratz, the game. I got it on my Nintendo Switch yesterday. It's been popping with me. I've been dying to play it. When I when Kevin told me there was a new Bratz game out, I was like, oh, I have to get it. Like I used to have all of them on my PlayStation. <laughs> um, like oh, every single Bratz game that came out for the PlayStation Two, I had it. Yeah. Like, and I played the life out of it. Um, 
and they like sound the same and like it's very very the same but it's just made for like the switch and like a newer audience um but it's unbelievable and then other than that just my usual podcast so what's popping with you Evan? so i watched uh that 90 show on netflix oh yeah and i really really enjoyed that i thought it was really good um and i love that 70 show so i think that 90 show is like like a newer kind of more fresh version that's like really good as well so and i love the newer cast i think they're actually really incredible yeah um but so that's really the only show i've watched uh in terms of podcast flop culture i really enjoy um and then i'm really like this song called cardboard box by flow i really enjoy that so yeah so uh katie where can the people find us People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It Podcast. You can give us a little review on Apple Podcasts and a rating on Spotify if you so wish. And if any of your family and friends need new podcasts to listen to, send them our way. They can find us anywhere they get their podcasts. Yeah, so that, that was our episode on Two and a Half Men, and you'll hear from us next week. Goodbye.